Hello and welcome to episode 31 of the Lobat Podcast. On this week's episode, Casey and I sit down with local illustrator and graphic designer Cassie Podish. Cassie is well known for her art, especially amongst the alternative music community. We discuss how she came up with her distinct artistic style, how she managed to work with some bigger name bands, and the differences between working with national artists and local bands. It was a pleasant conversation with Cassie, and we hope you enjoy it as well. Remember to like and subscribe to the channel for new episodes weekly. You are now listening to the Lobat Podcast, a weekly show highlighting members of our local creative community and featuring topical conversations with members of the Lobat production team. We're your hosts, Casey House and Fabian Castaneda. Through our own experiences as musicians, visual artists, and business owners, we saw an opportunity to provide a platform for people just like us to deep dive into what it's like to pursue a lifestyle outside of the norm. Without further ado, welcome to the Lobat Podcast. What I was saying to do was, so before we start, there's always a crack of the, of, of, of the soda from Ethan. He does it in the mic. And I was saying, do that as the start. Too late. Here we are. Hey, everybody. Uh, go, go ahead and do it. <laughs> there it is. Ooh. Crispy. Nice and crispy. Um, uh, so I was going to go ahead and say, I'm, I'm, I'm starting everything off with, with, a, with a question. Somebody said... And apparently Google justifies this or, or agrees with it or whatever. All Skittles are the same flavor. And I could not disagree with that anymore. And I, I want to ask if every, it's anybody else, like you guys heard of that or do you disagree? I haven't heard of that. But I, I think that the orange and the yellow Skittles have, different, have a taste. They're way there. different, Yeah, right? they're, they're terrible. So Whoa. it's like a, everything is the same, and then it's like when you get to the yellow and orange, it's like no. Ah. Orange is orange and red are like tied. Yellow, really? I gotta be in the mood because it's pretty strong. <laughs> but I got sensitive ass taste buds, so you don't like yellow? No. So wait, do you? Was, anything, what's your favorite? Anything yellow or orange is like. What's your favorite flavor of Skittle uh, then? Uh, I think red. Okay, I guess that would be cherry. Well, so uh, what about the, how, how do you feel about the purple? It's purple, right? That's the color. Yeah, that would be grape. No, I'm just it's like. It's gross. Uh, I don't yeah, like the purple at all. Yeah, you're right. They do have a different taste. Yeah, no, I'm thinking see? about it. Yeah, they do. They do. But according to Google, you haven't said a word yet. I don't, I don't <laughs> eat Skittles. <laughs> you so keep just be like. I don't eat Skittles. Don't so eat I have Skittles? nothing. No. I don't like fruit snacks, fruit candies. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I, if I want fruit, I eat a banana. Person. So I, I, I want to, and I'm going to at some point. Maybe filmed, probably won't, because we just haven't done the hot sauce challenge. We haven't done anything. Yeah, we need um, to get on that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Ethan, um, no, that that's not on him. That's on me. But uh, uh, somebody brought that up while I was at Blue Ridge. It was uh, it was w- where we were like staying. It was like a late night conversation. I was like, no, you're wrong. They looked it up, and and Google said that they are the same flavor. They just have different um, uh, scents. They have different smells. Oh my! So it's like a placebo. I guess. Yes. Which I, I, which I bet him, which he never did. I uh, Derek. <laughs> I bet I bet you, and you didn't do it. That um, I could be blindfolded and yeah. like plug my nose, and I could tell you the different flavors. And uh, still hasn't happened. So the next yeah. low bat short is going to be this exact experiment. Um. Anyways. Uh. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the low bat podcast today. We have a really, really cool guest. We have uh, Cassie Podish. 
Right. Not potish, potish. Right. Nailed it this time. Nailed um, it. Who is a uh, you're um, uh, an artist? Yeah. You've worked with so many really really cool bands, which is like I'm blown away by. I can't wait to to get into all of that. Mm. Um, and I guess the way that we heard about you was through Boxford. Yeah. Which is like a conversation that kind of started to happen right before all of this right, happened. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll eventually find our way to Boxford. I want to know about like everything beforehand. So like before when, Boxford, before everything, before everybody, like, oh, wh- before, like oh, when well, you I started was... like figuring out like you uh, like art, what, graphic graphic design, any form of like drawing, painting, like what was your first introduction to that that like sparked your mind of like this is something that I want I, I have a passion for. It, it was definitely like crowns and markers, probably. Okay, you know, sp- you know <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid. Um. And just, I, I've always been drawing and, you know, interested in that. Um, I've never really, there was never really like, oh, that that's going to be a thing that I do, you mm-hmm. know, because it was just like sort of a hobby and I didn't really know how to apply it. I mean, nobody really tells you like, that's something you should do, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, out of high school, I was like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to like coast and, and I have no clue <laughs> ever what you know, I want to be or, Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I loved music. Okay. Um, I got into punk music, going to shows, um, probably like 15 years old. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, and so like post high school, you just were like working a normal job. Just go a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm completely lost. (laughs) I'm good at this thing, but I don't really know how to apply it. Um, you know, and and nobody's like, I don't. You know, it's a hobby. Uh, yeah, uh, art's um, a art's a weird one for sure because it's yeah. like like you can go to college, but like it's not a nine to five type of job. It's, right. It's yeah. hard to find like 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 defined a career path in in art a lot of the time, which sucks. But yeah, it's open yeah. for creativity. Of yeah, course. and nobody kind of guides you into that. They're like, you're mm. good at this. You should you should do that. Yeah. You know, I so I I kind of fell into it. I. I was going to shows a lot. It was just something that I like to do for fun. Um, and I started doing um, show posters for Raleigh. I don't okay, uh, yeah, with the One Fifty One Productions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then I would just go to the shows that he booked, and um, just kind of got introduced into you know, I guess networking. Yeah. Just meeting people in bands and like you did the poster. Oh, that's cool. And um. You know, and then at one point they were just like, um, somebody's like, hey, do you want to do like a t-shirt? And I was like, huh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you remember who that was? Who, who? I have no, no, oh, no idea. If, no. if, if the first band who hit her up, if you think you're the first band, <laughs> uh, comment, comment down below. I want to, I want to know who it was. Yeah. I would like to know too. Like first t-shirt. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, first opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, you know, you, you we met and you know you want to do a t-shirt yeah 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 yeah. and then you know it snowballed into you want to do a you know album art yeah 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 so it's i just i, I think i fell into it yeah which weirdly worked out um fair enough yeah um so you started doing your first couple of like like ones for like the smaller local bands i assume like i think was... i i think i did things backwards oh um, you started with a big band uh, like my gig posters, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, I mean, I, you put the local bands on there. Um, yeah. But it was, he, he, you know, books, you know, fairly known punk bands. It's a fair and, point, yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and so I would do like, 
you know, people that weren't necessarily local. Um, and then I just kind of recently started working with like local bands. Okay. Which well, I like because yeah. I, 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 I kind of like knowing people in the area. Like yeah. it's really cool <laughs> to work with people that, you know, you, you have, oh, yeah. like you can, you can sit with them. Yeah. You can actually meet them yeah. and like, like have a relationship, yeah. be friends. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Um, okay. So you, you, you're making the posters for the bigger bands. That makes sense that that mm-hmm. would lead to that. How did you start figuring out? Well, actually, I'm curious about the style because you have a very specific style. Yeah, I do. Yeah, these days I do. Uh, so back then it was more back of a, like you was... tell me what you want and I'll make it. Um, no, back then it was kind of like I'm just doing things and also I kind of have to maybe don't know my style and and you know kind of like I, I see other things and maybe that's what I'm supposed to be doing and. It was a lot of figuring out things. Yeah. Right. You're um, trying to figure out like what like what you were going to be uh, known as, like what's going to be the difference right, between mean, you and other artists. Um, right. <clears throat> and then, so you've, if you're starting with show posters, as you, as you had mentioned, mm-hmm. um, are were those like uh, to order? Like basically, like you you made it like a, a individual poster for like the show in the area itself, or did you work off of other? um like ad mats that they were provided for you well you know a lot of the a lot of the tours sometimes have ad mats right um but you know in raleigh's case when when he would do the show he would you do do like a one-off you know yeah and that was a a lot of some some promoters do that yeah because that's because raleigh was also really good about actually getting posters out like flyers out which i think that's why it's very different Mm -hmm. in our area to have like these really cool and 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 memorable uh, flyers, so you're behind all that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, cool. it's really cool because you can go to the show and and that's like a special thing that's like this is unique to that. Think show about how experience. many people's walls your art was on just for, like way back then from like posters, uh, from tour posters because like uh-huh. everybody that I know had like they would go to a show and like and it, there'd just be flyers and they would take them and put it on their wall because yeah. like this was a really cool show to memory mm-hmm. and that was like your art way back when. Yeah, that's, that's really that's really neat. Yeah, that's really that's special. wild. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you were. I'm curious about like the style because like mm-hmm. what I love about what you what you do at least now is like it feels from an outside perspective like a collaboration versus a, a higher on. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, hey, I like your art. You're like, hey, I like you. Let's do this. And like, I, I, when we were at, at Blue Ridge, I saw a bunch of like your designs on shirts. I know Dance Gavin Dance is playing here on uh, on Monday, mm-hmm. and their entire backdrop is your art. That's crazy. I don't think I don't think Dance Gavin Dance. No, not not this. No. Oh, is it not anymore? No. Okay. I hate to put the brakes on you, but I'm oh. like, no, 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 no. no, no. no I, I, no, I saw <laughs> I, I saw them. So they they have the. Is that not? They I I swear they do because they, mm-hmm. they you do you guys do something together. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're one of the bands that I work with a lot. Okay, um, but I don't think I did the backdrop this tour. I saw I on their Instagram think. it was it was your design. Oh really? Yeah. What what did it look like? Gosh, did I? I'm questioning myself. I mean, I can't recall like like the entire design, but I, mm-hmm. I I it seemed like unless if somebody's like stealing your style, it was <laughs> like that that signature like the 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 skull style and like the like the whole thing, which I thought was like super interesting. If it's somebody else. Might be a might be a lawsuit or something. Uh, that yeah, I have to look at that. I don't. I I mean, I did some. Might have been an old. That might have been an old like. Yeah, it might have been something from a while like ago. I guess. Yeah, it's hard to keep track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
how did you with the with the first like major band that 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 hit you up not because of the tour posters but because of the t-shirt designs and other stuff you were making do you remember who that was or like what that experience was like big band yeah yeah uh, this, you can flex a little bit right here. <laughs> I mean, there's there's pretty ridiculous bands that you've you've worked with. It's it's incredible. I, I think I specifically remember uh, Circa Survive. Mm-hmm. I did like a one off, and it was it's not like if you saw it, it would just you wouldn't know it was my okay art. Um, I I remember that. And they contacted um, you. Yeah, and and then I. I, I I guess it was like Warner. I want to say they're Warner Brothers, or yeah. through, or like maybe a subsidiary. Yeah, I think or, they're, on, yeah. they're on one of Warner Brothers like groups. Yeah, so that was like a paycheck that I got, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a, actually a, another really interesting point of it because like it's a it's a business for you. It's it's a it's a livelihood, and so mm-hmm. there's money, obviously. Right, it's scary. Yeah, and, and all, <laughs> yeah. not only with that, like, like how did how do you create your prices like how, how do you figure that out because it, it's it's all on on you what you think you're worth so how oh, do you yeah, come that, up with those that's, figures that's like a total um that's a man you know you don't want to deal with that as an artist it's yeah. like ah uh, can somebody else do this for me like somebody take <laughs> you the, just want to like make the art yeah like i just like to draw why do i have to do this <laughs> yeah uh, uh yeah that's stressful i don't i don't i don't like uh I don't like talking about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, understandable. That's, that's totally fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I would be perfectly content if I didn't have to charge anybody money. You know. But unfortunately, so, we have bills to pay. Unfortunately, as we have to eat. Adults. Yeah, have bills. So. <laughs> yeah, it just it seems like such an interesting. Um, we we were just talking to somebody else uh, uh, last week who's a business owner, um, mm. and hearing her with her product that she was making, like figure out like what it's worth and like how and also like eventually hiring on employees like such an interesting like concept to 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 think about from the mind of somebody who's like just starting out in that world yeah um have you like you, you said you don't like handling that stuff are you leaning in the direction of potentially getting like an assistant or oh gosh yeah i don't know i i, I don't i don't know about that uh i wish you know i kind of wish there was like a and I think there are like managers out there that, mm-hmm. that manage artists. Um, yeah, I'm sure there are. It's a, such a big thing in the music world. Yeah. And I'm like, Cons- uh, man, if we just had this for everybody, it would just be great. Like, it's one of those things. Also, is like a lot of creatives are like, we're just big introverts. So like talking about like how yeah. much money someone's gonna give you is something you're just not comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. And then like that's where the managers come in because they're the they're the extroverts. They're the people that can like. Yeah, Talk to people about things about see, like I love that. that They're stuff. like a business savvy. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. They, it is. It's hard because you have the business aspect and you have like the creative aspect, and it's like such a battle because, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. It, it's just you know. Yeah, I, I don't like dealing with money. I, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I just that's, like the draw. That's totally fair. I mean, yeah. like a lot of most uh, people that I know that are like creatives, like like I mean, I, we're, we're both musicians, and we definitely mm-hmm. come across like obviously a lot of other musicians and other bands and most of the time there's like one person or a manager preferably but there's like right. one person who like actually handles business stuff and yeah. the rest of them are like hands off yeah i just <laughs> i just want to sing i just want to play guitar like right. like i don't want to have anything it, it, typically it's the drummer it is typically the drummer it, I, it, <laughs> I, it's like so us being both like we're both drummers and mm-hmm. we both do handle 
a lot of behind the scenes stuff for mm. both of our bands. And I've actually realized that a lot of other like bands I've toured with, like the drummer is usually like the guy that's talking to like the tour manager or the drummer is a person that also runs like, you know, the, uh, like handles a merch yep. or, or the lights or the inner rack, which is all stuff that I do. Cause I hate myself and I make sure everything runs perfectly. <laughs> Watching. I, I hate the fact that you, you run all of that. And like, because I mean like Jeremy knows what he's doing too. Like Jeremy, I do help. I do maybe sometimes. I do appreciate it. <laughs> the only thing is I keep adding stuff to our 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 thing. Really? I just keep adding stuff. What are you adding? I'm I have more lights I need to debut. i I'm about to order a new thing for the ears rack. And then I have to teach them and I don't I don't have time to teach everyone stuff. See, like the way we have it set up <laughs> currently, we have uh we're we're like the, the plan at least is is to have um the vocalist handle all the guitar stuff. Because it's simple. And he doesn't have to handle it. See, any, you're any already lucky stuff. with that. If Ricky touches a guitar, he's going to break it. <laughs> See, Derek, I'm sorry, Derek, Ricky. Derek knows how to handle that stuff. And then we have, uh, we have uh, me and Tyler are going to set up drums and like the other stuff. And then uh, because Andrew and Jared both know how to run all the ears stuff and all the lights and all that stuff, they're going to handle that entire setup. And, and I'm quite jealous. We'll see how it works. I don't expect it to work very well. I'm quite well, jealous. Honestly. When Jeremy sup- sets up his guitar, he noodles until the sound guy tells him to shut up. <laughs> no, nah, I, I I won't stand for that. I'm gonna be like, hey, unplug yourself, or or uh, mute yourself. Do something like, mm-mm, not dealing with that. Too much noise. Um, Cassie, hi, hi. <laughs> you um, excuse the tangent about band stuff. <laughs> uh, you said you started going to shows relatively young age. I mean, yeah. probably the same age that me and Casey started. Actually, Casey was really young. I was started. like eleven. I was like thirteen. Oh. So. My brother was um, the shows. Always, it's we've been in this area pretty much exclusively, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I went to a lot of shows here, um, and Richmond, and Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, are you still going to shows? Is it? Oh yeah, t- yeah, CIR? yeah. So I, how do you think uh, things are like compared to you know, ten ten or so years ago? I mean, that's something that we talk about a lot here on the podcast. Is like, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a lot of change, and it, I don't know if it's because the area, I don't know if it's because the internet. But like, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think the internet definitely had a lot to do with that because I, I don't know, it, it, stuff definitely has changed and I think stuff fluctuates too where people, mm. you know, um, like trends come and go and, um, you know, venues come and go. That, that's a big thing is the fact that venues, so especially venues, in our, yeah. our genre, you know, punk mm. rock and metal, like venues are like cool yeah we'll host your show and then something breaks and they're like we're not hosting your show anymore right i think um for the punk and hardcore and just that alternative scene uh venues are hard to come by that that's been pretty consistent Mm -hmm. i feel like it's always been like where are we gonna play you know And, and then there's this one good spot for like a year or two and then they shut down um and then it's like the next place, and you're always searching for the next place. Yeah. I feel like which. Yeah, I don't know if there's any real mainstays from way back then. Everything is gone. Like even even like I mean like Peabody still exists, but they don't really That's put on shows ever. Exactly, and when um, they do, they're like big production shows. But like all like the the like like relevant skate high, like all those different places are are, are shakas. Like it's all they're all gone. Shakas, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think it was. It was because of no, it was it wasn't because of COVID. I'm no, they were just they just yeah they just sold, shut down. Think, yeah, the last were you there at the last show? The the last it was it was a, I think was I was a at a show. I was at a show the last week. So they had all right. So uh, are you familiar with Shaka's at the Ocean? Front? Yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. so their last week they had a show. I believe every day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think they stopped on Friday. I, I, regardless, it was the second to last show. The show after it was supposed to be just like a, um, I, I think it was like a reggae show or something. But the mm-hmm. second to last show was a hardcore show. And <laughs> Pushing On came back to play a show. Oh, wow. And it got really, really bad. <laughs> so much yeah. stuff got broken at that show. I'm not going to say any names. So everybody's like, you know, don't worry about it. You're in the clear. But it was nuts. I, I was standing stage left over by the um, <laughs> over by the, uh, the 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 monitor uh, uh, mixer, and all, all most of like a lot of the equipment was over there too. Cables, everything. And somebody during pushing on when they finally got to play a song, everybody who, who was there will know what I mean by that. Uh, grabbed a like a like a, a, a several gallon thing of water they found and threw <laughs> it over there. I'm pretty sure I know who it was. And it hit the it almost hit me hit the ground and exploded, soaked all the equipment. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like four holes got kicked in the wall immediately. It was basically so there was stuff going on with pushing on. They weren't able to 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 get into a song, and then eventually they did. And then they got to the first breakdown, and everybody just started breaking everything. And then the show got shut down. First song. First song. Yeah, they, they didn't even get through the whole first song. And then the lights turned on. I think firecrackers were going on. And, wow. and all security just walked in and was like, nope, uh-uh, nope, 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 we're done. And uh, and the, the place got shut down. And then that was the last time I went to Shaka's. I was so glad I was there. It got, it was crazy. What a story. There was somebody trying to fight everybody outside that everybody knew. You're just like walking up to everybody, getting in their face. There, there, then he did fight somebody, kind of, but then they hugged. Was, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a weird. It was a lot of alcohol. It was a weird... It was a weird night. Just showing out. I mean, you know, shut shut the place down. You know, they went out with a bang. Yeah, uh, and and then went and told everybody, all the other venue owners, to th- that that happened, and they were like, "All right, we're not putting on heavy shows." <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That, I mean, that I think that's probably you know what happens too. They're like, "No, nobody, nobody." I mean, you got to think about it. Like they they have they own the the venue, and then like you kick a hole in the wall. Somebody's got to right, pay to yeah. patch that up, yeah. like, or at least take the time. Yeah, it's not like it. they were like bulldozing that place. They were just selling it off to someone yeah, else. Yeah, they, like, they, <laughs> they just sold the, so like so many walls were like destroyed and stuff. And it was like, okay, well, now the property value just dropped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if we don't spend a bunch of time and money to fix it, it was a whole, what a, what was such, I, I completely forgot about that night until right now. Man. What a good night that was. What a great night that was. <laughs> it was such a well, good night. What's the thing night. about Casey? Like he likes going to to heavy shows just to just witness I'm, the carnage. I'm leaning out yeah, of as it long now. as you survive. I'm starting like, to lean out of it a little great. bit. I just I, I I always I love watching people fight. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I love the chaos, but I'm yeah. like getting older and I'm starting to like I'll go with like friends and I'll be watching cuz I don't pit or anything and I'll be watching my friends yeah. in there and I'm like if I get start to get anxious because I'm like, okay, if something happens, it's like I'm gonna run in and I'm gonna be in a fight. Right. And it it almost has never really gotten to that point. Luckily, like if a fight starts to happen, it gets broken up. But I'm like starting to lean out of that 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 mode and be like, I don't really enjoy it that much. And I've been getting hurt lately too. The last show I went to before COVID was y'all's show with Stick to Your Guns, and I broke my toe. During you oh, you broke your toe? toe? I yeah. didn't even know that. Oh yeah, I broke my left big toe. I still can't bend it all the way. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, during "Stick to Your Guns," there was a moment. Uh, uh, I, I think it was. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter. There's a vocal call out, uh, and I was like, "Yep." So I, I did what I do. I clambered on top of everybody to get on stage. Got on stage. Uh, uh, him and I both like kind of screamed it into the mic together. It was really fucking sick. And oh, then yeah. I was like, "Gonna go stage dive," and somebody else was like, "I'm gonna also go stage dive right behind him." And 
ran too fast and hit me, and my foot slid into the monitor at full, oh. like, like rapid you speed. You kicked the monitor. I kicked the <laughs> shit out of the monitor and then tried to jump, like, while falling, just fell to the floor, got picked up, thought I was fine, and then somebody stepped on my foot, and, like, the pain oh. went, like, shot through my body, and I was like, oh, I'm not okay. And I, went, I also kicked somebody in the face at that show. No, and again, I don't pit, so it wasn't that. She, she, she was. Uh, I was after I hurt my toe. I was standing way off to the side. Yeah, I've never told you about this. I was standing off to the side, <laughs> uh, and I was standing on a. It was at Canal Club, second, uh, uh, second story, uh. and I was uh, standing on a bench. And this girl was so like there were people over there minding their business, not in like they wanted to sit. This girl was over there just pitting by herself, and it was getting really annoying because she was getting really close to people. And I was like, if she gets close to me, I'm going to kick her. And she did. And I kicked the ever-living shit out of this girl. She dropped oh, to the no. ground so quick and then just like like got up and like ran away. And I was like, that was a bit much. I didn't need to kick her that hard. You were still fuming over like your toe, so you just didn't realize. Who played after Stick to Your Guns? It was the headlining band. They were headlining, yeah. No, no, the, there was a band after them. Amir. Amir was after them? Pretty sure. No, not Knocked Loose. Mm. Not our show. No? It doesn't matter. Whatever. Some other band. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going on a whole on a whole tangent. Uh, How do we get started on this? I don't even know. I, I asked you about shows, that's <laughs> yeah. all. And then oh, Casey talks about his show experiences. <laughs> you, you, uh, you ever hit anybody at a show? <laughs> all the time. Look at me. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Constantly so fighting tough. everybody? Yeah. Uh, I killed a guy. You know, at the last show. Wow. No, Sucks to be that guy. <laughs> Rest in peace, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Stepped on my toe. Can't be doing that. I know. Okay. So, I'm, I'm trying to, like, like put together how, how everything comes together with these other... So, like, you just get an email or you get a call. We're going to get back to actually talking about your, 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 your <laughs> the job The logistics now. behind yeah. it. Like, how does so, this work? So, you get a call. And uh, uh, yeah, a call or email or text or t- DM. And and I'll, I'll real, say real quick, Casey, how like texting and DMs? How oh. often does that actually initiate yeah. business? Because I feel like it's so funny in the DIY community how it's like you can literally hit up someone on Instagram DMs and then just mm. did it today. Exactly, yeah. it's that easy. Yeah, it works. It's, it just works. It's a form of communication. I mean, and it's does documented. It feel, does it feel informal? I don't think so. I, I I feel like I do better with emails though because it, everything is there. Yeah, and it, it's like I'm gonna re- remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, DMs are like instant. Uh, I don't know. And they get really lost like, in, uh, yeah, in because they, they go into a separate folder if you're not friends. I don't know why. It's yeah, just, I, don't, I do feel like it's really cool when you do have someone that you're looking at for like to do a commission or anything like that, mm-hmm. and then you you do get an instant response. So it just shows that like. At least yeah. they're attentive. Yeah. You know, that's kind of cool. And then you can transfer over to email once she's like, oh, yeah, I'll work with you. Boom. Yeah. So, all right, let, let's go to the more official. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was yeah. just testing the waters a little bit. Just to see if you'd actually respond. I, I just, I was ask, asking my friend about this today because, like, he had uh, printed wall flags for his band. And I was like, those are cool. Who did them? I was like, oh, this guy. And I was like, oh, what's the best way to contact him? Oh, just message him on Facebook. And then every time, like, I hear that, I'm like, like is, is it is it is it professional enough? But you know, I guess it is. Yeah, it, do, it does yeah. seem like a weird. It, it doesn't need to be unprofessional, but it feel it absolutely does feel like, like because if you, you don't know the person, but it feels super like unofficial. Like like imagine like 
DMing Domino's for pizza or like, <laughs> like hey, that's basically a good idea. Do that. You basically do that now. You can text the pizza emoji and it orders your favorite your favorite order bullshit. On your, what? Yeah. There were commercials of this. I didn't see any of that. That's a great idea. Domino's you, should hire you. You got you got you got to have a no. They don't want me again. <laughs> yeah right. You got you got you got to have something like that. Like people send you like a T-shirt emoji and it's like oh, I know what yeah. you want. Oh okay perfect done. <laughs> It's so, done. so when did you start coming together with the with with what your more signature style is now? Yeah, it took a while. I mean, you know, uh, I think when I did the knuckle puck neck deep split, I kind of got more comfortable with my style because that was sort of something from my sketchbook. Like it was just like a you know uh, um, Zach and thomas that had the label were like do whatever you want mm-hmm. you know, don't like, you love that directive yeah it's just like i don't know what to do what do you mean do whatever i want it's that's not enough and i gave them that and they were like yes and i was like oh well this is kind of just like an idea that i had and you know whoa yeah it was a whoa like that's moment. like super freeing yeah yeah it was like a you know light bulb yeah no off. kidding i was like oh cool i can i can do things that are you know my own style and and kind of i mean i think as a creative person you're trying to do like your own thing but at the same time trying to fit in Mm -hmm. which is actually the wrong thing to do it's just yeah that's totally fair you're not gonna do you're not gonna be like making good stuff yeah if it's not your own i I, I definitely understand that i feel like it's very similar like music wise it's like you let you get influences but it's like i want to like how do i stand out right how do i make my own thing yeah it's got to be genuine. So. And uh, when when did that, uh, like, I guess, do you remember what year it was that you sent that out and got the, the thumbs up? I think it was 2015 or 16. Okay. Wow. Okay. And you've been, like, kind of sticking to, to like, like, okay, this is my style now. Yeah, and it's then. evolved since then, too. It's gotten much more, you know, um, it's still different mm-hmm. than back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. But nowadays, I feel like that's where I want to be. And maybe, I don't know, maybe down the road, it'll change even more. Yeah. But I'm constantly like, is this clean enough? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's just my style is like really, really bold and really clean. And certainly five years ago, it wasn't as mm-hmm. clean and bold. as. Yeah, it's now. definitely cool to see, like, when you look back on, on certain projects that, mm-hmm. like, you see it improving, you know, yeah. project after project. Yeah. Which you can definitely see in some of some of the work that you have. Yeah. And is your process like do you start just on like paper with a with a pencil or like how do you go through the process of like getting it actually onto whatever my t shirt, whatever it may be? Yeah, some uh it's it varies. Sometimes I um I draw with a pencil and you know, and then I'll ink it and take it into Illustrator. I ultimately everything ends up in a program because mm-hmm. nowadays you have to have that technology yeah, you where you digitize it and everything. Yeah. So, um, you know, ultimately it ends up there, whether I start with pen and pencil or, and a piece of paper, or sometimes I'll just sit down and go straight to digital and, and do it all in there. Okay. Yeah. And is that using like a, like a Apple pen or anything like that? Or are you, you... Some, yeah, I, okay. uh, it's not an Apple pen. I have like a tablet, um, that I plug in and okay. I guess it's sort of the same. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Uh, I'm not savvy with, technology oh god i use it every day but it's like what no, is that that's a, so it uh, just works for you so yeah. with uh with lobat we have um uh, amanda who is our art director and she mm. she 
that's like my understanding is that's typically how she handles all that stuff is like it will it'll start um either she'll come up with the idea like actually like pen and paper or she'll just like jump straight to the ipad and, and she has an apple pencil and she'll just like draw it all together um for like stuff to add to music videos and oh, stuff cool, like yeah. that and I, I i it always like watching her completely blows my mind because i i can't yeah. like i can't write a sentence and have it be legible my handwriting <laughs> is so bad my, my drawing... handwriting is bad really Oh yeah, it's terrible. But you can draw. Oh, whoa! Okay. I know. That's, yeah, I've I've actually seen that in a few individual artists where they're obviously they're really good at, at drawing, illustrating, but their handwriting is less than stellar. I just can't do any that of it. <laughs> I like you put a, a pencil in my hand, and I'm like, I don't even know where to go with this. <laughs> I I tried when I was younger. I tried like tracing and like like learning how to like kind of draw and whatever. And I would like doodle sometimes, I guess. But mm. it just I I don't know. It just never really was my thing. And then I discovered drums and. There, that, that was, was your music, thing. Music it was. That was it. Hey, everybody's got their thing. Yeah, of course. Mean, you know. How did um? How did like these programs and technology and things like that like assist in you in your journey as an artist? You know, obviously you said you started with marker and crayon. Yeah. So now working with all this. It was a challenge trying to learn the programs because it's they're insane when you first learn them and scary and mm-hmm. intimidating. Um. And you're just trying to learn. Uh, there's so many buttons, you know. Stuff and that you like, never oh. thought you would ever need, and then one day you need that thing. Yeah. So it's it, it was a challenge. Um, Does it help your workflow though? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what technology is supposed to and do. And once I guess. you once you get used to once you get comfortable with it, it's it's nothing. I mean, it, I could say that now. You know. Yeah, of course. But, it's yeah, like however long. But know I exactly I, where to go. Admittedly, struggled. You know, first times using it. Was it um, the, the, the flyers and um, the posters and all that stuff? Was that your first time starting to, to use that software? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. So you, got, you just got thrown into it. And yes. It, and I just learned as, as I went. Whoa. Yeah. So like you had, like, you had a, a flyer that was mm. due by a time. Mm. And, you, and it was like, figure this out. And you just had to do it. I figured it out. Yeah. Oh, that's Heck so yeah. stressful. <laughs> oh, that's so stressful. <laughs> I would hate. Oh, no. I would hate to, to, to figure that out. Like, I... I on the music side, learning um, like production software, like DAWs and all that stuff, um, I've had so much time, and I still barely know how to do it. But I've had infinite time with uh, my guitar player, who um, like went to school for it, knows how to use all that stuff, and I'm still like, I'll look at it. Or like, like I'm, Ethan is a good example too, because he uses a lot of um, Adobe software, oh, um, yeah. and he'll like watching him do stuff, and he knows like a thousand things, and then something he'll be like, how do I turn this into a circle? Oh, sick! And then just right. does it, and then and it's like, oh, whoa! Like like, like the Google being that useful, right? You Google it. It's crazy how useful of a resource Google is. It makes me laugh. Like having gone through college and you have to like <laughs> memorize all these things. When when you go in the real world, real world Google's your. Remember when so you said you wouldn't have a calculator with you all the time? Oh yeah, back in boy, the- were they wrong? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always got a calculator. Thank God. Yeah, absolutely. Um. You went to school for art? No. No, not at all? No. That's crazy. I, I, I did really bad in um in art in high school too. Weirdly. Really? Yeah. Really bad. That's that's cool. You just yeah. kept pressing that's on. Right. You're just like, I'm just gonna keep doing this till it gets good. <laughs> that's why I said I didn't I didn't really think it was a thing that, you know, that I could do, you know, um you know, as a job, because yeah. I mean, and, and you know, here I am getting kicked out of arts. I mean, I didn't do good in high school, anyway. 
same. Sorry. <laughs> it just, it wasn't my thing, but. School is not my thing either. I fully yeah. understand. I like to learn. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like, you like learning, to learn the things that you want though, right? Yeah. There you go. In, in my own terms, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I do think it's cool and like almost like a, like a, you earned your stripes before you even started doing it um, type of like factor with the fact that you started off and like uh, uh, were not that great at it. Mm-hmm. When you first, and then you just like stuck to what, what do you what was it about doing it? it like especially like being as you said like not that great at it at the beginning why like what made you want to stick to it and keep trying to get better what like yeah, i guess like qu- made i you think persevere? some people yeah yeah some people will be like screw this <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i'm not good at this i'm gonna do something different <laughs> yeah that makes sense <sighs> that's a good question why did i stick with it <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm just that kind of person that's like, if you tell me not to do this, I'm gonna do it anyway. I don't know. Now, sometimes yeah. that's the best motivation. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. For me, it is. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of people work differently. Yeah, a lot of people are like, you know, maybe I can't do this. I should back off. But maybe that's my thing. Maybe it's like if somebody's like, you're bad at this, like you shouldn't do it. And then I'm like, f you, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so I'm gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna do it out of spite of you now. Yeah, that might not be a good quality. I think or it's maybe. a good it's a good quality because yeah. like one it get it gets those naysayers either like you prove them wrong or they're out of your life yeah. and like those aren't people you need around you anyways you need people that are like pushing you forward making yeah making I think you it pushes I personally I think it pushes me more mm-hmm. I yeah. think some people maybe not but for me it's like definitely like like I'm I think about like when I started drumming it was because of rock band mm-hmm. um the game yep okay I uh, so I was really into Guitar Hero. Yeah. Like, like the first one on, I was like super yeah. into it. And then Rock Band came out. My friend brought it over. Uh, I came home from school. My brother and him were playing. And they're like, hey, get on drums. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I already knew how like to, to follow the notes and what have you. But I never like played the drums. All right. And I, I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but we played Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. And oh, yeah. I was like, I play expert on guitar. I'll do expert. And I got like a 96 or something on the song. And uh, I don't think my dad was there, but I think he heard about it and was like, hold on, what? And my dad's a musician, so oh, he cool. was like, "Whoa, okay, you you have like you have rhythm." And like, he bought me my first drum set, and then I just was like, "Yep, I like yep, this this is it." Yeah. I loved it so much, and I just stuck to to playing drums. But I was lucky enough to like be decent at the beginning. I mean, I wasn't good. I definitely wasn't like like I couldn't go play. It took me years, but I sat down and I was like, I could do a simple four four beat and like and be okay. And not sound like complete trash. And probably within a year, I was able to like play along with songs and stuff. So I nice. like I don't know if I have any examples of stuff that like I was awful at and I stuck to. I probably just gave up on it. <laughs> you were the give up type person. <laughs> I probably just was like, oh, this isn't for me, man. Like I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> I'm I I, <clears throat> I pick up on things pretty easy. Um, it's kind of a curse because then I pick up. Yeah, you're whole, somebody that's <clears throat> good at everything. I pick up so many cool things. I don't want to stop doing it because I'm like, oh, I have fun when I do this. So, um. But because I'm able to pick up things, if I need to learn something real quick, it's like Ethan is pretty much in the same boat. Like if we have to like research something really quick to execute something, like okay, kind of easy for me. I guess it's it's a blessing wow. in a way. No, I I can relate to to that. I guess like like you're just saying like figuring something out is not super hard for you. Like when I picked up how to do lighting design, I was like, all right. See, but you know how to use computers. Imagine like you just couldn't wrap your head around a computer. Yeah, that's... Like, you know what I mean? I that, think, that'd I be way different, it, yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's like like somebody who's really good at art and then being like, 
like jumping to like graphic design or something like with something a little mm-hmm. a different style or like like a different software or something like that. I feel like you have an advantage to like try to kind of figure it out because you're already you already kind of get it. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't. Yeah, I I I. I I probably have like shut it out of my mind. Like if I started something and was bad at it, I was like, never again. <laughs> I will never pick this item up again. I will never try again. I, I hope not, but um so I wanna know about what is um your plan for moving forward a bit. Uh, you're currently yeah. doing your own thing. Do yeah. you have desires to like work with a company? Like actually be employed by somebody, or do you wanna stay as your own artist? I think if it's something cool, you know, something interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have any objections to anything. Okay. Yeah. Are you searching for anything like that? Or are you just kind of going no, with No, I'm not. I just, I'm going with the flow here. <laughs> here I am. I'm alive. Just doing, you know. That's. Just living. Something comes along and, yeah, yeah. Just the life of a freelancer right there. <laughs> that's just like, that's the, the norm. Oh, Casey's over here like I can't, I'm I just so can't jealous. That. <laughs> like I just, I, I always like, I'm always working on stuff that isn't there yet. I'm always mm-hmm. working on things that are like, like well, I, I don't even know because I imagine like, like let's let's say hypothetically, I was like in a band that was like that was my career. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would never, I would never be happy. I could I could headline the biggest festival in the world and everybody loves me and everything, and I would be like, what's next? I I, yeah, I always keep doing that. Yeah, that's what sucks as as like a creative person, mm-hmm. music or anything really. Yeah, you do something and it's like, oh, I did that. That was so great. You get kind of like a high from it, and you're like, oh, what's next? Yeah, and it's like you're down, and you're like, oh, okay. And then the next project comes, and it's like, yes. That's a really interesting way to. I've never thought about it like that. It's basically like because of the nature of it being like session by session mm-hmm. for you, it's like uh, a commission or project mm-hmm. at a time. Uh, and like for us, it'll be like a show or something yeah, or a release thing. or whatever. It's like you have that moment right? Yeah. and then you walk off and it's yeah. like, it's, it's, it's out of my hands. It's done. Yeah. The album is out. Your, your art is out. It's done. Yeah. You're, and you're immediately like, whoa, what's next? Right. And th- there's downtime. Oh, you're getting in my head There's downtime. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime and nobody's <laughs> oh, like, nobody's like patting you on the back anymore. Like you're just like, oh. Yeah, because like a normal nine to five, you just like you, you, you just always come back tomorrow. Right, always yeah. have work. Yeah, there's just like, and most of them you're not working towards anything per se. You could be working towards like a promotion, I guess, but you're not like working to like if you work at like in in a restaurant, there's always going to be another table. Yep, and that table won't be any more memorable than the next one, probably. Yeah, I've always had this like daydream that it's like maybe working in a normal job is better. Like, it's not. <laughs> Don't fall for it. I think it's more exciting. Like it's 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 gotta be better, right? Like you get a lot of there. There are pros and cons. I would say. Yeah. There's you have stability. There we go. You have stability. That's that's the main thing. Stability is the last thing I care about these days. I I I, I've I've experienced enough stability as I as I want, and now like I'm like searching opportunity, and it's like Mm -hmm. if I had an opportunity to go like go for something that's like a dream or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't guaranteed and like i might be kind of broke or something as long as i can like survive i i'm i'm i want to do it i'm yeah. i'm pretty young i'm 26 like i feel like yeah. i'm uh, you know now's the time i agree yeah, like absolutely i'm not gonna i don't really want to just like work at a at a comfortable job and retire it's like it gets dull yeah no yeah i probably went last probably a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would get exhausting <laughs> yeah you're like oh, okay this isn't 
Yeah, don't want to don't want to turn your brain into mush. You need your brain to work. Yeah, especially when you're creating <laughs> things like that. I've right. seen that. I've seen some people like, you know, they get a cool nine to five and they take a break from what they're doing, and that break t- just keeps getting longer and longer. Yeah. It's like school. A lot of people will like go to through public school. They'll be like, I'm going to take a year off mm-hmm. and then go to college, and they never go to college because yeah, they're just like, true. whoa, no, wait, freedom. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm enjoying the the freedom. Um, so you you said you just recently started working with more local bands. Yeah, um, or I, I feel like it's been the past two or three years, probably. Was you know? uh, was Boxford your first like push into that, or I don't know. I don't know if they're my first local band, but I feel like they were a big step into like mm-hmm. working with other local bands and like other local things too and so how do they hit you up was it just dm i or? i don't i couldn't tell you <laughs> yeah <fair enough. laughs> i'm sorry that was a while ago That's uh fair. possibly yeah yeah um i don't i don't know what facebook instagram yeah i don't know so yeah. so they just contacted you and you were like okay yeah you know what i'll, I'll make a design for you guys it was a, it was a t-shirt right that's what they went for that's that's what they went for right ethan uh, I believe you did their whole album art. Album art, yeah. I Plus, did, yeah. Plus yeah. T-shirts. Yeah, it was. It was the, the yeah. EP that they had. Eventually, I I don't know if it started as me working just the T-shirt design, and then it gravitated towards yeah. the mm-hmm. album art. And so you had that experience with them, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe some other local bands. And uh, have you ever like reached out to bands, or did you just start doing more local bands, and you started getting hit up by more local bands? Yeah, I think that yeah that was the case. Okay, you know, and then. I, I like it because, like I said, you get to meet people in the area, and it's like, yay! Mm-hmm. You know, and you're actually having that like person-to-person yeah, collaboration. It's really cool. You ever like go out to their shows? And I don't think I ever saw Boxer play. Mm. Rip, literally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Great band. I know. Yeah. That's and uh, the, go ahead. The the um, Austin, mm-hmm. he's in long sleeves now. The, yes. He is in long sleeves which now, which I'm doing stuff with so really heck yeah yeah oh, okay I don't, was that has that been announced yet i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> right, we, got, we got we got a couple weeks oh look it's i don't the, uh, know the facade art yeah i love yeah. that so Thank much you. i remember seeing that and being like take it I, again this is way before i knew who mm-hmm. like, who did it or anything like that and yeah. i was like taken away by just like how simple it was but how yeah. like telling it was yeah i like to do simple stuff but it like, went really well the with point. the with like with the the story that they were telling. With, uh, yeah, I love to tell stories too. Oh do you? Um, I, I'm I fully understand if you don't really remember because this is forever ago. Um, but or I'll just say like for example something like this. Um, how do you come up with this kind of a design? Like like is it just a conversation with them about like what's your album about? Or yeah, like, what that, do you go for that specifically was a lot of conversations with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had. He had a pretty good idea where he wanted to go and what the out the EP meant to him and the lyrics and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So a lot of the direction was inspired by him. Okay. So you just have these open conversations about like what are you going for? What's yeah. your what's like some lyrics or like yeah. what kind of mood you're going for? Right, yeah. And so you you send just like was do you remember was this your first one that you sent over to them? I don't remember. It could be. Wow, sorry. I no, have a bad memory. No, you're, you're, you're Again, it was, it, was, it was forever ago. So Yeah. Your projects to like file through in your, um, in your brain. I don't know. 
Oh, that might have been the first concept, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just we'll I say it being, is. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. You just nailed it the first try. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just to work myself. Sent it over, off. and we'll they were like, "Yep, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and just put that on the album now. Yeah. Done." How was um? How was? Is there like a, a discernible difference between working with uh, major label artists and and just local bands as far as like, oh no, time constraints or like style constraints? Yeah, sometimes. Um, time constraints for sure. Of, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes there's logistics with major labels and and labels that don't exist with local bands mm-hmm. uh i think local bands have you know obviously more freedom um but uh, i've been fortunate to work with a lot of bigger bands that have a lot of freedom as well That's and cool. i don't really i don't think there's ever been a project where it was like really really constraining mm-hmm. i don't i can't recall one um i feel like it can't be because it's for what they're going for like especially if it's like an album design or something that's like that's really important yeah. That's incredibly important. That's yeah. that's what they're going to see before they listen to what they just spent however long writing. Yeah. Um do you so I would imagine most of your contact is actually with the artists. Like the somebody band in the band, yeah. Instead of like like a like a manager or something. Sometimes. But oh, some, they'll sometimes. talk through managers sometimes? Well, I mean, I don't want to make them look like assholes, <laughs> We don't you know? have to name anybody. <laughs> please do. Please do. <laughs> um but you know, so, sometimes um you know, that's what managers are for. That's that's their job because the band is busy and doing band stuff. So they're they're like just the representative. Yeah. And like I would hate that. If well the thing well the it, thing is that the, luckily like if if a band is giving a manager that much leeway, that's because they trust their judgment. There's a whole that's, that's fair. Okay. There's a whole team behind, you know, what you see. I just can't imagine like being hands off with any creative part of what you're making. Um, mm. Maybe eventually, whenever you have like 20 different t shirt designs and they're rotating and everything, you can start to like let other people handle it, sure. But I feel like it's, it's terrifying to just like be like, hey, I just spent however long making this album and I know who I want to make our album art. Um, hey, figure it out. Or like yeah. having somebody else contact, it's like that. that I don't know. I, I you could be super stoked on it too. Like you could be impressed for sure. It also but. depends on like how how trustworthy um the the actual artist is. Like if if like say a band has hits up an artist because they love their work, mm. they, they love their past work. And then sometimes like just the first first draft is like, yep, that's it. That's fair. That which is what I love about what you do so much is because I I do feel like you have such a unique style that it's like. People don't come to you because you. People come to you because of of how, um, they. I feel like they can completely trust you. They can come to you and be like, "This is kind of what I'm going for," and then you can put your spin on it. And again, like I said before, it's almost like a collaboration, which is so cool to me. That's like you. my favorite part about about what you do. And there's certain, um, there's a uh, music video artist that Ethan talks about all the time, like Lemonade something. <laughs> who is who is it? Lyrical Lemonade. Lyrical Lemonade. Nailed it. And I feel like it's a similar thing. It's a, it's a collaboration. The artist goes to them and then they make a video together. And it's not like... Is, is what I'm saying coming across? I feel like I'm talking in a circle. No, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Definitely. yeah, I get it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's totally like... I know a lot of people who who are artists and 
you know, do t-shirts and merchandise and stuff, but I'm fortunate enough to be like, they trust me and, Mm -hmm. you know, they like my style and they're like, you can do that. And that's, that's really something, it's really special to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it absolutely, it should be. Yeah. It is a really cool, like hands off. I, I fully trust you. I right. feel like that's a really hard thing to to come by in a creative space. I also think that, you know, there's a difference between, say, album art versus, like, a shirt design. Sometimes, oh, yeah. yeah, a shirt design, you might come out with, like, I don't know, 10 to ten to 20 throughout a year. Album mm-hmm. cycles every two years. Yeah, so that can going to stick around. As well, you know. Yeah, album art is totally different. And I, I enjoy it so much because... You know, not discrediting the t-shirt stuff too, but that's great. It's but albums exist. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they stick around. Yeah, Absolutely. like t-shirts. Maybe you know they're not gonna last. Though. You, you yeah, gotta, one you one tour, life, one touring you know? cycle. You know, that's all I can use it for. <laughs> but album art is like it's 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 gonna last a while. Mm-hmm. It's, it's also there. very different. Like like what the design would usually be, I imagine, is is different. Like like do you approach, um. An, al- an album differently than how you would approach a t-shirt yeah totally i when i do album art i like to tell a story um and i kind of like it to flow um whether it's recognizable to like people or not i like it to be like you know from front to back like this is telling something yeah mm-hmm. i might know it just mm-hmm. by myself but it's like flow it's, it's yeah. there yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah and so with the t-shirt design you're looking for, are you trying to look at what's more aesthetically pleasing versus like telling a whole story or like what's your Yeah, what's your and approach? I try to kind of intertwine, you know, um, just things that relate to the band. Like I try to make it personal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whether it be like relating to lyrics or mm-hmm. themes in the band, um, but all, all at the same time, you have to make it aesthetically pleasing. Uh, you yes, don't want to yeah. look at something that's like, Oh god, that's terrible. I would never wear that, you yeah. know? You got to get actually have a connection with it. So it's a lot of stuff you have to take into factor. Oh yeah, um, sure. And 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 all the while trying to remain true to my style and mm. um so, yeah, it's a struggle sometimes. Do you have a <laughs> do you have a particular style of project where that you just enjoy more? Is it is it like like EP art or merch art or, or flyer art? And it's like is there anything that like, you know, you just have preference doing? Yeah, I love I love doing albums. I love doing EPs. Um, Cause like I said, you have that space. It's just a bigger space. You can tell stories. You can, you know, um, and it's and it's it's there. It's just something you hold and you have, you know. And people can also do the same thing. And and it's just like a I don't know. It's a really cool connection. Right. Yeah. And and uh, they're I was thinking about it like like how different they really are. Cause if you think about like like a t-shirt designer, like your favorite t-shirt design even, and you put that on an album, mm. may not translate. You put an album art on a t-shirt, may not translate. They're they're vastly different. Like like the scale of everything, the shaping of everything. Oh, and yeah. Like, and then down, because like the albums are square. Right, you yeah. You just take that print and put it on a t-shirt. It's like, okay. Yeah. There it is. There's, there's like, it's, I mean, that could be a cool idea. You pocket at, tees and at, stuff. At Revenant. What, did you guys do that? Our, our last shirt design is literally the album art. My send a little camera. That's our candle. That's just chilling in the corner. Well, what to say? It's one of the things. It was it was design that was meant like in the design process. We're like, hey, we'd love to have our EP art that mail will probably translate into a T-shirt because of pre-order bundle 
pre-order bundles and things like that. Right. So it was like by design that way. That's fair. So yeah. that's, I guess, a little different. Yeah. But yeah. I, do, I, I do agree that, you know, some things just don't translate. Yeah, some things get lost in translation where it's like, uh, and, 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 you know, a lot of people don't understand that too. It's like, um, they're like, can you just take this and put it on that? And it's like, oh gosh, that's not going <laughs> to work I also, well. yeah, I also think like a lot of your, your style with like the bold lines and like the, just the flat, flatter colors. That's like, that is a lot easier to translate into printing. Yeah. Versus like Yeah, I more use realistic. so little colors that like literally bands are like, yes. I only have to print two, two colors. Two color print. Max. Yeah, it's, it's a lot cheaper, actually. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. a really fair point. Yeah. Is that something you have to keep in mind, like, sometimes? Oh, yeah. You yeah. definitely, I mean, because, you know, when you print stuff, it's expensive. Color, when you get to three and more colors, it's like, whoa. You know? So, yeah, I'm saving money, too. Look at me. Heck, yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Economical. <laughs> Economical, Love it. too. Um. Yeah, so uh, that seems like a, a pretty good spot to kind of wrap some some stuff up. I do um, get I do get one yeah, quick got one question. question. Go for just it. To, just to send this off, you know, mm. uh, you've been doing this for a while. Kind of get thrown mm. into some really cool opportunities. Um, do you have any advice that you would love to have told you know young Cassie um, oh, that yeah. you know now, or yeah. you know, or anyone that is looking to get into this? Um, get any yeah. quick pointers for sure. Um, I think we talked about this a little earlier, but um, I wish. I had um, kind of focused on my style mm -hmm. earlier than I did instead of like worrying about trends and, and maybe what I should have been doing and find and using that time to like find my style and, and um, you know, fine tuning that. Um, Cause that is, you know, that that's going to be what makes you unique and stand out and, and you're going to do your best. You're going to be, you know, people are going to pay attention to that. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Standing out and being being unique is what you had wish you focus on a little bit more. Yeah, just like my my finding my style, you know, right. instead of worrying about what everybody else was doing or what maybe I should have been doing. Yeah. And yeah. That's really just good find, advice. Finding your own, you know, finding your own sound. I yeah, know. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I I'm sure that's a focus that a lot a lot of people just like take inspiration and try to Try to be like, I want to be just like this person. Right, and yeah. Maybe not the yeah. best move. Figure your own stuff out. Like, <laughs> Yeah, all of us are guilty of that. That's oh, okay. Of course, yeah. It's okay, but I wish, you know, I had told myself earlier, like, it's okay to, you know, have, like, put these things in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, well, did you have any uh, topics that you wanted to hit on that we didn't hit on or any questions for I us? I saw a cat. There was a cat. That's, that's yeah. Daenerys. Um, she... I can't believe she was out. She comes out every once in a while. She's pretty oh, skittish. She likes me. She so does like you. Yes. So uh, uh, we'll we'll be sure to. I'll try to introduce you to her. There's okay, also uh, no promises, there's, but I will do my best. There's an, also another uh, cat um, that is she's locked, locked away. up. Oh, <laughs> she, now I really want to meet that guy. She's a lot. Uh, <laughs> her name is Lula. She's amazing, but she is pretty destructive. She'll we'll to summon her once we. Uh, to things. There's a lot of cables, and she'll oh, lose her oh. mind. Yeah, so okay. once we clean up some cables after this, we'll be able to introduce you. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring her down. Nice. Um, Excited about that. So, yeah. Um, uh, did you have anything that you wanted to plug? Also, any like, like uh, upcoming, uh, I mean, long sleeves for one. Uh, Shouts out. What's yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I blew that. <laughs> it's, it's not a problem. I don't think it's important. Um, you know, not to discredit anything <laughs> they're working on, but I don't think it's like super like... You know, yeah, like a yeah, super, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super, yeah. Su super hush hush. Um, yeah. Well, I illustrated a book recently. I should probably. Oh yeah, I suburbia. saw that. Yeah. Um. Whoa. Yeah, 
Okay. Oh, sorry. No, I didn't no, mean no, to like do that right now. No, I mean that's that that's that's really cool. How? Like, what was yeah. the what was the book? Uh, hey, Suburbia. It was written by um, my my pal Mike, um, and it's just about like um, like the emo and pop book scene, and it's okay. got interviews and just like he he's been a journalist for a really long time, and um, he's a really cool guy, and he wrote the book. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And and the the cover art of the book is is your art. The cover art and the back, and there's some stuff inside. And there's wow. all there's interviews and like stories and all kinds of really cool stuff. That's that's okay. That's really cool. Uh, is yeah. the book already out? Yeah, the book is out. You can buy it on like Amazon and bookstores and um, yeah, places like that. I don't read, but I might buy that book. <laughs> you don't read. You're like I don't read. I'm not a good reader, so. <laughs> There's, well, there's good news. There's pictures in it too. So. Picture <laughs> book. Yeah. If picture you listen book. to, uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, everybody. If you listen to one of the most uh, recent episodes, um, you'll hear me in the intro card, and that was like my 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 fifteenth take at trying to <laughs> to read this, the the like two sentence script. I'm not I'm not great at it. Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but thank you so much for for. Wait, being wait, here. wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, what? Wait. I got Whoa. one more question. You just clipped. Yeah, I know. You, you came in. I definitely. <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wait, wait. Definitely peaked there. Uh, I, I've got one more question. Go, Ethan. S- a rare appearance so, from Ethan, right? Uh, you've you've worked with like a ton of bands before and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if you had like free liberty to do art for like one band, group, singular musician. Who would it be? Oh, that's really hard. Like of any scale. That's a hard question because I like a lot of music. And I like there's you know I could sit here and say that's my favorite band I would love to work with them but it's like does does would it fit though I don't know <laughs> I don't know aesthetically you know I feel like it has to be a good good fit you know because I could sit here and say like I, oh I want to work with Miley Cyrus you know and but it's like well that's not gonna I really think it would work it would. have <laughs> you seen her look yeah. all right Miley Cyrus hit me up boom there we go. All right, there it is, Miley Cyrus. Miley no, Cyrus. that's not it. That's, that's, Obviously, that's you're it. listening. So, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? Go ahead. Sorry. I love how I I use that as like a reference too. Miley Cyrus. She'd be doing some See, cool things now. I don't want to work with Miley Cyrus. I, I want to work with Hannah Montana. That's who oh, I want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the best of both. That's worlds. like my pop reference, Miley Cyrus. But yeah. Are you give um, me a thumbs down. Why? <laughs> you got a mic? What's up? Your joke was trash. <laughs> oh, well, that I want the best of both worlds. No, that was amazing. I'm gonna close out on that. Then, uh, do, do you have a, a another artist you were thinking of? I don't know. Miley Cyrus. But, uh, Miley Cyrus is the only <laughs> one that comes to my mind for some. I reason. mean, I would I would love to work with Miley Cyrus. Are you kidding? Like, who wouldn't? She's amazing. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure like a lot of like freelancers in, in the. Oh, you know what? She's just, a little edgy. Maybe it would work. I that's know. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, like oh, yeah, she uh, literally like in like her last appearance, she was wearing like a. 80s thrash dra- uh, drab with like oh yeah with a Hannah Montana shirt on. <laughs> oh, her so. style is like it, she's she's very she's very punk, very punk now. Yeah. Honestly, I th- yeah. I absolutely think it would work. Well, maybe we just spoke it into existence. Let's do it. Maybe that's a thing. Let's do it. Yeah, you heard uh-huh. it here first on the Little Bad Podcast. <laughs> Miley yeah. Cyrus. We'll see. Hit her Stay up. Tuned. Next um, podcast guest. <laughs> well, Get her on the phone. Again, I don't want Miley Cyrus. I want Hannah Montana. She has to come in full garb, the whole thing. Uh, oh, oh, you're going to play me out now? Uh, is it not muted this time, Ethan? 
Uh, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, everybody, thank you for guys. tuning in. Uh, 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 I don't know. Later, I guess. <laughs>